Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast because I would never do that to you guys. You give me 30 minutes, I give you everything I've got. It's a Wisdom Wednesday with Andrew Brandt. Oh, my gosh. The former Packers exec who now helps Gary V's agency. I mean, there's a lot to get to with Andrew, whether it's the Carson Wentz decision to have surgery, the Bills contract talks with Josh Allen, Nick Foles basically pleading for someone to trade for him, Deshaun Watson not at practice, the unvaccinated missed game. I mean, there's a lot to get to with Andrew momentarily, and we will do exactly that. He is a tremendous resource that we have pretty much every week, and even if he's not on the RTFP every week, his business of sports is amazing. Love what he did this week, by the way. We'll dive into that with Andrew momentarily. I think most of you guys know the deal by now. We're presented by DraftKings. Thank goodness for those dudes. Thank goodness as well for you dudes, the ones that are the spread the word winners via social media, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. Can somebody new today engage? Somebody new today engage in some way. The last episode this week will be Thursday afternoon with Greg Cosell, and you'll be the winner. As soon as I see somebody new engage on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, you will be the winner. Sign press pass. I got these Eagles press passes now and more coming, by the way. Or a signed picture, signed card, whatever you want. Sponsor confirmation, email winner. Love those of you that take advantage of the sponsors. And then the YouTube shout out. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. People love our cameo style YouTube shout outs. I love Andrew Brandt. I love the big show. As always, Andrew, much to discuss. You can and should follow Andrew on social media at Andrew Brandt. And please subscribe to the Sunday 7. You're really doing yourself a disservice if you don't. I mean, it's a free newsletter Sunday mornings that gives you tremendous insight on football and beyond. And it was the end beyond part. Andrew, that you talked about this week on your Business of Sports podcast. Yeah, you know, I, 
as people know, it's primarily football, but I get into hockey this week because I saw a story over the weekend, Ross, that maybe you saw, maybe a lot of the listeners saw, but didn't pay much attention to. Vander Kane is a forward for the San Jose Sharks and a very good one. I'm not a hockey fan, but as I understand it, and his wife, which I guess is his estranged wife, uh, started Instagramming out this weekend about he's betting on games, he's fixing games, all these things, which like, whoa, caught the attention of the public, but more importantly, caught the attention of the NHL. A couple colleagues of mine in the sports law field, Dan Wallach and Dan Lust, are all deep dived into this. They study the sports gambling issues. And I brought them on, Ross. And we really did, again, a deep dive into the allegations against Kane, how much of it is marriage related, how much of it is real. But I think the point is, Ross, three years into legalized sports betting in this country, we have our first inflection point. We have our first case in a team sport regarding fixing. And it's not allegations out of nowhere because this guy, Kane, has some gambling debts uh, to casinos in the past. So here we go. <laughs> and uh, I really encourage everyone to listen to this out of my normal realm, but NHL gambling star player, serious allegations on the business of sports pod this week. The one thing I would say, I think is interesting about that, Andrew, and I'm curious to get your opinion. I actually think if anything, it's less likely now because now that it's legalized and there's so much scrutiny and oversight and plus they have all the data they, they, you know, it's easy for their algorithms to pick up when there are, you know, people that are real outliers with something like, and that's how they catch all the point shavers back in college basketball back in the day. I guess I just feel like, you know, you had a better chance of doing something like this with offshore books or just having a bookie in Nevada than you do now. It's like, it's a big concern now, I guess, because it's legalized, but man, good luck trying to do that now. Yeah, and I think some of Kane's issues are with offshore, as you mentioned. That still is an unregulated market compared to the U.S. And you make a good point that now we have a lot of regulation. And like I just said, you just echoed, we're three years into legalized sports gambling through the Supreme Court. And yeah, we really haven't had scandals. I mean, we had this practice squad player on the Arizona Cardinals, Josh Shaw, make a couple bets and they got flagged and he was suspended. So um, yeah, I mean, we haven't had it, but now we do. And this is one to watch because the other part of this, Ross, is that Roger Goodell, as we know for years, can basically do whatever he wants. Gary Bettman of the NHL has a higher standard for for discipline. And that's something negotiated into the CBAs that the hockey players did a better job on that than the NFL players. So where is this going to go? Obviously, we're in the offseason in hockey. So one to watch. And uh, I like doing a deep dive into a sport I usually don't do. And I had some experts with me. Yeah, I love that. Um, I also love getting your thoughts on what's going on in the NFL. We have the Carson Wentz injury, Andrew. And here's what's interesting. I think it might have been Sunday. Ian Rappaport comes out and says, Carson Wentz has decided to rest it, rehab it and see if it improves and he can come back and and try to play through it without surgery. 
And then like the next day, I wrote about this in my column this week. Check it out on any of my social platforms at Ross Tucker NFL. The next day, it's once it's gonna he changes mind, he's having surgery, and then he has surgery that day. <laughs> I'm hoping you can maybe peel back the curtain a little bit of what goes on with the player, the agent, the organization in these situations. Yeah, well, these decisions are exactly what you said. We're multi-layered, where you talk about time frames. And you talk about risk and reward. You know, obviously the story from the weekend was rest and rehab and see where that went. And that changed. I think they talked to agents. They had second opinions. Uh, it's interesting. They went to Dr. Anderson, who I know well. Dr. Anderson, for people who don't know, was the Carolina Panthers team doctor forever. He basically, I don't know if retired is the right word, but he moved back to where he's from, which is guess where? Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> So now players with foot issues in the NFL go to Green Bay. I tweeted out, Carson Wentz is going to Green Bay. Oh, for, for foot uh, evaluation. Um, decided to do it. And interestingly, it's not Anderson. It's a doctor in Indianapolis, which, again, thinking back to my experiences, I love that. Because when a player went off to get surgery, he's back rehabbing, but the doc's somewhere else. And it's nice to have a local medical team just to, to oversee it. Yeah, I mean, I think they decided, let's just get this done. And uh, his agents, et cetera. And you know me, my first reaction was, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> you know, they get a number one pick if he plays 70%. That's looking, look, 75% is looking tougher now. But, you know, we'll see. Five to 12 weeks, they just sort of left it open. So he could be back in September, October, November. We'll see. So one thing that's interesting there too, Andrew, is basically after this happens, you have Nick Foles come oh, out. And I mean, the timing, okay, of the injury, and I don't know why Nick Foles was having like a press conference or meeting the press <laughs> in Chicago as a third string quarterback. I mean, it feels to me like the Bears are desperate to get rid of his contract. They don't want Nick Foles around. It's a waste. They're trying. I mean, when's the last time you had a third string quarterback have like a press conference and then he was like pleading, Andrew, <laughs> for someone to still think he's good and trade for him? There's so many layers to this, Ross. I mean, the first one that jumps out on me is oh my God, would they bring Nick Foles behind Carson Wentz, <laughs> which was, you know, Philadelphia for three years or two years and and Wentz gets hurt and Foles comes in and he's the, the favored son of Philadelphia and Wentz's ego is a little bit messed up. I mean, would they actually do that? But you see my translation or translation, which on Foles press conference, which again, it's like, why is he talking as a third string quarterback? And uh, I'm like, yeah, he's saying, come get me, you know, Frank Reich, come get me, <laughs> you know, get me out of here. Uh, and, and he'd play, but, I heard Frank Reich yesterday, you know, Jacob Eason, it's his show right now. We'll see. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, I don't see Foles lasting in Chicago. You know, they have their future and they have their present in Dalton. There's no place for him. Yeah, the problem is the guaranteed money on yeah. his deal. I think he'd already be gone if he didn't have great. that guaranteed money. And I think that they're just hoping as many quarterbacks get hurt as possible and that somebody will take that contract 
off their hands. Speaking of contracts, thought it was interesting, Andrew. Uh, the Bills, there's a report out there that if they don't get a, a deal done with Josh Allen by the first game, that they're going to table it and not negotiate during the season. Feels to me, Andrew, like there are some teams that have hard and fast policies like this. There are other teams that don't at all and are famous for having extensions in December. You know, back in the day before you could roll over cap space. Um, What is your thoughts on having a deadline like that? I guess you're the deadline spur action guy, so maybe there's some value to it. Yeah, I was never one of those teams, Ross, and you talked about it. Um, That would cut off negotiations, either training camp or season. Like, come on, you know. My job, the job of the Bills guy in my shoes, is to get deals done. And if that means August, October, November, it doesn't matter. But I get it from the player point of view, want to get it out of the way. But And when I was an agent, I'm like, yeah, just you never have to deal with this. So the agent will call the player on a Wednesday night in the season and say, hey, we're ready. I mean, to me, that's kind of, you know, it's it's ridiculous. You can negotiate at any time. What's more interesting to me, Ross, and I'll probably do a deep dive podcast and write about this. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield. You know, we're in August. We're in August. Teams have had the right to do their new contract with them since February. Um, Again, is this a Carson Wentz, Jared Goff reaction? Like, let's wait. You know, we got them under contract two more years. Let's wait. Or, you know, are there real negotiation issues where these guys want Dak Prescott money or whatever it is? Because this is a surprise. You know, T... If they're what they're going to do next with these guys, it's probably not different than what they would have done. The market's set. The market's probably Deshaun Watson plus a year of inflation. So, yeah, I, I don't know why these three deals are not getting done. I don't think, you know, I wonder if all three will. Yeah, a couple of things I think are interesting. Number one is. With the whole deadline of, you know, week one or whatever, right? I always wonder, is that the agent who's trying to put the team's feet to the fire? Is it the team that's trying to say to the player, hey, do you really want to have to get through this whole season, 17 games, the playoffs, and and not get a serious injury? I always wonder where that's coming from. And then, you know, I don't care. Like, when I hear Josh Allen say – that's the least of my concerns right now. Give me a break, dude. Like, it's not the least of your concerns. And I don't care what he says, Andrew. He wants to get a new deal done. He wants that to not have to worry about it. And he's he's going to be upset. He's going to be mad if it doesn't get done before the first game. Yeah, I mean, I think players have different reactions. I think it's weighing on them. And again, I bring up Mayfield and Jackson, too. I don't know what's going on there. But I will say this. The Dak Prescott situation, to me, is a lesson if players can wait. You know, I know waiting is hard, but the market's only going up. And the reason you mentioned it, why teams pressure guys to sign, is injury. But Dak Prescott is a major is a major case because no one suffered a more serious injury than him. 
in his contract year. And he's got an incredible deal right now. Great, great contract. So I said this about Deshaun Watson last year, like he's so unhappy, but he just signed the deal and everyone said, you got to take the money. I'm like, no, you don't have to take the money because look at Dak Prescott. The money only goes up. So I'm saying Mayfield, Jackson, Allen, you know, if they're going to take the money because of scared of injury, we have Dak Prescott precedent right now. They're going to get paid no matter. I mean, again, you could say, well, they break their neck, of course. But ACL, whatever Prescott had, broken foot, I mean, they're going to get their money if they wait. I want to ask you about Deshaun Watson. You know, I guess yesterday the Texans had their first padded practice. He wasn't out there, Andrew. And all the head coach David Coley would say is that uh, they make decisions that are in the best interest of the team all the time. There's (laughs) some reports of maybe a nagging or lingering injury. I mean, doing what? He hasn't been doing anything. I don't know what you think is going to happen here. I just To me, it's like, what are we doing, Mr. Commissioner? I mean, the Texans have left it up to the league, obviously. They're not doing anything. They're just kind of in hold. And the league's just, I don't, I mean, I've read, I don't even know where we are. There's no commissioner exemplus. They're way, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, I did this on the pod. I keep saying this. I'm a lawyer. There's precedent. Now, Ben Roethlisberger, six games, something happened with a woman. Ezekiel Elliott, six games, something happened with a woman. Both did not have criminal charges. So you tell me, how Deshaun Watson plays this year, anytime before, say, November? I just don't see it. You know, like... That's precedent. And they're star players, just like Watson. So how in the world is he going to play? And he's got criminal charges in addition to 22 civil. I almost almost feel like, Andrew, I think there's a chance that Houston just sits on him all year until because they think that he's such an asset that they can get more for him after there's more clarity – regarding his legal situation and or even if there's five teams that want them, let's see what their records are this year and how bad they are and where they're actually drafting in 2022 as opposed to trading him now. And then he goes there and he plays for them some games and they play well and their picks aren't as good. I think there's a chance they sit on them. I mean, you talk about teams trying to be opportunistic and they see blood in the water with Deshaun Watson. They can get a deal. You know, the Eagles with their two number ones or whatever it is. But think about that, Ross. Think about the Eagles or any team telling their fan base, hey, <laughs> look who we're bringing in here. You know, 22 charges against them, some criminal charges, women mistreatment. I mean, come on. Tell an owner that that's what we're, you know, we're going to bring this guy in for, but we're getting a great deal. Okay. Uh I think you're right. I think he's a Texan for the year, and part of it he can't play. I I think a good part of it. You know what else is interesting there is, you know, the Vikings, they just released their first-round pick from last year. Yeah. Jeff Gladney, after he got indicted on domestic abuse charges, indicted and gone, Andrew. That same day, boom, no hesitation. 
it's it's a stark contrast. And I don't look, I don't know the difference between the particular details of Gladney's arrest and Deshaun Watson situation, but uh that that was notable to me. Yeah, and and it's a first round pick, which was notable to me. It's not like this is a, a no investment guy. But you know better than I do. I don't follow these guys like you do, but I don't think Gladney earned his first round grade on the field, which makes a difference, right? He, if he was playing like a first round pick, I don't know, still be there. Um, low talent, low talent, low tolerance. And we saw the other one this week, which you didn't mention was the safety in Carolina that knocked out Keith Kirkwood <laughs> gone. He was gone like within a minute, right? He was, he was cut summarily after knocking out a player too hard of a hit in practice. Low talent, low tolerance. Check him out on social media at Andrew Brandt. He is the man, the Sunday 7, and a really interesting deep dive on the business of sports this week with the NHL player implicated in potentially gambling. Andrew, thank you so much as always. Thanks, Ross. Talk to you soon. And thank you, ExpressVPN. Man, I mean, first of all, not just being in airports and hotels, but the fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location, and then they increase their prices. I don't really understand it. Like Netflix just increased their prices again, but you can still only get certain shows here and certain shows elsewhere. Look, that's one reason why you can, and I do, get ExpressVPN. My wife and I watch a bunch of shows, Netflix and some of the other streaming services, and ExpressVPN lets us change our location to watch it. I mean, you can unlock shows and other streaming services too. It's also super fast, by the way. Works on your phone, laptop, even smart TVs. So you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. Be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Tucker. Don't forget to use that link so you get three extra months free. Why not try it? ExpressVPN.com slash Tucker. ExpressVPN.com slash Tucker to learn more. Hi there, Ross. Uh, let's start today with these foot surgeries in Indianapolis, both Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson, surgeries that are going to keep them out five to 12 weeks. What a rough start for the Colts, man. I mean, your starting quarterback arguably the best player on the team, certainly the best offensive player, especially when the left tackle retired and the new left tackle is coming off a torn Achilles. I mean, I don't like to be Debbie Downer, Bri, but it's getting late early for the Indianapolis Colts season. I'm going to ask Greg Cosell tomorrow on the show whether or not he thinks they should trade for a vet or perhaps – go ahead and, I don't know, just play Jacob Eason, last year's fourth-round pick. Very interesting situation there, but a brutal start for the Colts. I will say that it was the right decision by Carson Wentz to get the surgery, a 1,000%. I wrote about it in my column this week that hopefully you guys check out uh, over at DK Nation. 
uh, he absolutely made the right decision for a lot of different reasons. Takes. Some other injury-related news includes Eagles' first-round wide receiver, Devonta Smith, being out two to three weeks, sprained MCL. That's according to Adam Schefter. And Panthers cutting rookie JT eBay after he delivered a hit on wide receiver Keith Kirkwood that sent him to the hospital. Ross, you've always said that when you were trying to make the team, that was something that you were trying to do is hit the hardest. Well, so there's a couple things here. Is it eBay? I had no idea how to say that kid's last name. I thought it was Ibe. eBay. Did you look it up? Actually, I saw Adam Schefter, uh, a video with him, and he had said it. So I'm going to trust oh, him. okay. So eBay, like eBay, like the website, interesting. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I, I really feel bad for him, actually. Uh, I watched the video. I did not think it was that bad. Somebody now it was from far away, but somebody else hit Kirkwood first before eBay hit him. This just tells me that the Panthers had no interest in keeping eBay in any capacity and that they could use him as an example of, hey, guys, don't do this. That's what that tells me. And I wasn't Bry trying to line up headshots or trying to send guys to the hospital, but. Every year in training camp, but certainly as an undrafted rookie, I was trying to hit everything that moved. And I was trying to be the most violent, most physical, most aggressive guy on the field. And I think I was. And so, I mean, this poor kid is just trying to make a team. He's out there. It's live football. I don't know. It seems a little harsh. As for Devontae Smith, what a bummer. I mean, a bummer for him to be out two or three weeks. Bummer for the Eagles because they want you know him to get as many reps with Hurts as possible. And a bummer for me, Bri. I'm doing the preseason games. Now there's a chance he won't play in any of them, which really stinks. For me, it's about me, Bri. Remember that. Ducks takes. Let's get to some quarterback news. Nick Foles basically pleading for the Colts to trade for him and Texans not having Deshaun Watson out of practice in a move that uh, head coach David Culley said was, quote, in the best interest of the team. By the way, speaking of quarterbacks, how about Fantrax, free NFL Fantasy Football League manager? It is the most customizable, easy-to-use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. Now, I know a lot of you have been using other sites for years. I get it. Look, I get it. Heck, I did. But that's why I'm switching now. Fantrax can import any of your current leagues and customize if needed. So they can just import you over from the other ones. You know, um, you guys know what they are. CBS, Yahoo, blah, blah, blah. You know where most people are, ESPN. They can import you over. And by the way, if you sign up now at Fantrax.com slash Ross, number one, you got a great chance to be in the season-long Fantasy Feast League with me and Joe. I've already, by the way, gotten a couple emails, so you better get in now before it's too late. And they got a Devontae Adams signed jersey they're giving away. Just go to Fantrax.com slash Ross. Again, Fantrax.com slash Ross. So I can take you down to Chinatown each and every week and just embarrass you and your family. Fantrax.com slash Ross. Uh, as for the quarterback thing, Bri, that you mentioned, you know, 
Andrew and I already talked about Nick Foles. We kind of already talked about the Deshaun Watson thing too. I would just say that, you know, them asking David Culley, the head coach about it, and him just saying it's in the best interest of the team, like that is such a Patriots move. That is so Nick Casario saying, okay, here's all you have to say. It's in the best interest of the team. It's just so lame. It's like lame and I think disrespectful to the fan base to just be that whatever, whatever you want to call it about it, that obtuse. Is that the right word there, Bri? That vague. Okay, I'll go with that. What is obtuse? Uh, it would be the uh, I, the opposite of transparent. Right. It's like, but like, it's also like a, it's like a color, right? Or it's like um, like it's kind of obtuse. Like it's is it like a color or a shape almost? No. Okay, probably a good time to move on to the next one. Mistakes. <laughs> All right, uh, last but not least, the Vikings cut last year's first-round cornerback Jeff Gladney. You and uh, Andrew touched on this. After he was indicted on a domestic abuse charge, also the Saints signed linebacker Quan Alexander. The Giants had a massive fight at practice yesterday. So the Gladney thing, either the indictment and the charges are real, real bad, uh, which is a possibility, or they're bad, and Gladly, Gladney's not good. And the Vikings don't like him. It, it's one of those two things for them to cut him already. As for Quan Alexander, tore his Achilles last year, but he did he played well when they traded for him from San Fran. And then, yes, the Giants had a massive fight, got a lot of attention. I mean, these things tend to happen. My, my sense is that the reason why Joe Judge was so upset is maybe because Logan Ryan supposedly smoked Evan Ingram in the back or because Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile and Judge freaked out about it. But in my experience, most coaches that rail against how bad fights are really don't mind them. They just feel like they have to say that and they don't want a guy breaking his hand or doing something stupid or whatever. Uh, shout out today, Pizza Boy Brewing. Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and our guy Chris Aronchek from SteakhouseSports.com with an awesome appearance on yesterday's Even Money podcast. Certainly check that episode out as well. We are starting Tears of Dolan today. Running backs must listen on Fantasy Feast. Must listen. And also, we've got tomorrow Greg Cosell on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. 
and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 